Welcome to Seat Yourself, the weekly podcast series hosted by Dave Turner, editor and chief evangelist for Tabletop Journal. This episode originally aired on November 19th, 2018. This episode of Seat Yourself is sponsored in part by the Edward Don and Company. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. Hey everybody, it's Dave Turner here and I want to welcome you to the initial episode of our new weekly podcast series called Seat Yourself. Seat Yourself is designed to be a quick 15 to 20 minute weekly listen on the news and events going on within the world of hospitality tabletop. While we'll not only be covering the key events, the new products and the other happenings going on in tabletop, we'll also be giving you our take on hospitality trends and what effect they may have on the tabletop category and the overall guest dining experience. And for those of you who are true followers of Tabletop Journal, you know that our focus is always, always on the guest experience and how tabletop impacts that experience. In addition, we have an exciting new segment called 60 Seconds with Shannon where Shannon Talon, the well-known tabletop and buffetware category manager for Chicago-based Edward Don and Company, answers the question of the week. Shannon's truly an expert, and when she gives you her opinion, you can bet it's going to be straight up and unvarnished. I love that, and I know you will too. So go ahead, let's get started. Okay, let's get started with some statistics on the health of the restaurant business here in the United States. The National Restaurant Association publishes a monthly performance index, and in September, the most recent month that they tracked and just published, uh, their performance index declined slightly, citing softer uh, uh, sales, same store sales, and decreased customer traffic. Also interesting to note in the month of September was the impact of Hurricane Florence. Uh, According to the NRA, 18,000 jobs were lost in the month uh, of September in the restaurant business, uh, primarily due to the hurricane and the storm damage. But uh, overall, the the employment in the United States in the uh, restaurant business is, uh, is surprisingly strong with to over 200,000 jobs, new jobs added uh, this year alone. Um, one of the other interesting uh, facts that the NRA puts out is that operators have, uh, when they surveyed operators, 66% have made a capital expenditure in the past three months, and another 60 plus percent also expect to spend more money uh, upgrading and enhancing their restaurants over the next six months. So that bodes well for uh, equipment and supplies people, and uh, the restaurant business here seems to reflect the overall economy here in the U.S. Now on to some company news. Tabletop leader Libby reported its third quarter sales and earnings, and sales for the quarter were up almost 2%, giving them a nine-month total of growth of 5.1% overall. Uh, CEO Bill Foley made the comment that he's pleased that the margins remain on track, driven by new products and some of their e-commerce initiatives, but he's also pleased that the food service uh, category sales were ahead of the sector sales for food service. So good news coming out of Libby. We like Libby as a uh, as sort of a barometer of our, host, uh, of our entire category of ENS because uh, of their size and the fact that they uh, publicly disclose their numbers. So that's great news. Good to hear things are on track for year-end numbers at Libby. And news out of Columbus has it that Mark Eichhorn has returned to the Oneida Group, this time as CEO of the entire group. You may recall that Eichhorn was president and CEO of Anchor Hawking uh, for a number of years back in the 90s. Uh, this comes on the heels of also of a $50 million capital investment from the newest uh, investor in, uh, in the Oneida brand, Centerlane partners. Um, Mark 
Icorn is back, and uh, that's good news for the United Group, and probably good news that he's also uh, coming at a time when they're returning the retail business back to uh, uh, the flagship Oneida retail business back to the Oneida Group. It had been outsourced uh, for since uh, approximately 2009, and now it's returning in 2019. So we look forward to good things in uh, the, the, uh, the hand on the tiller of Mark Icorn at the Oneida brand. And speaking of good news, the people at Stozel Glass got some good news recently when the Distilled Spirits Council of the U.S. named the Glencairn Glass as their official whiskey tasting glass. The Glencairn Glass is a very distinctive, very well-known glass all around the world, and it's the only whiskey glass that's endorsed by the Scotch Distillers Association. So whether you're drinking uh, your Scotch whiskey or you're drinking American bourbons and American whiskeys, uh, the Glencairn glass is the endorsed glass by both the Distilled Spirits Council of the U.S. and the Scotch Distillers Association. Two good people to have as endorsers of your product, for sure. I'm sure the folks at Stozel are glad about that. Now, here's the kind of story that we love talking about here at Tabletop Journal. And it's not really a product story, but it is a great company story. Tuxton China has for several years now supported an organization whose name is Careers Through Culinary Arts Program. It's, a, it's known as CCAP, and if you're not familiar with CCAP, this not-for-profit educates and guides underserved and at-risk high school students toward a brighter future through training and oversight within the culinary and hospitality field. And uh, I can tell you right now, uh, this is a phenomenal organization, and they're, they're a national organization, um, but they're led by uh, famed New York chef Marcus Samuelson, who's the co-chair. But they were started several years ago by a, a cookbook author named Richard Grossman. And, and the CCAP now affects and impacts over 17,000 students every year. And since they started, they've awarded over 17 excuse me, $56 million in scholarships. So it's really a phenomenal program. And not only does it help the students, but it helps our industry as well. And back to the Tuxton's role in this, uh, as I mentioned, they support the national organization, but specifically they, they targeted the LA branch of CCAP because that's where the Tuxton China is headquartered. And this year alone, we do, by donating a portion of the sales in the month of September, Tuxton gave CCAP a check for over $8,600. Just a really amazing. And we realize other companies are supportive of, uh, of different philanthropies, uh, but Tuxton really does it. Uh, they, they support community college. They support Culinary Institute of America. They, they really, really give back to our industry. And uh, while other companies do as well, we love talking about the, the giving of the hospitality trade. Chefs have, uh, do it, but manufacturers like Tuxton do as well. So big shout out to Tuxton on, uh, on the donation to CCAP. And now, 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave asks Shannon Talon of Edward Don & Company the question of the week. Okay, we're back here with Shannon Talon from Edward Don & Company. She's the category manager for tabletop and buffetware. And the question for Shannon today is, Shannon, what makes a great vendor to the Edward Don & Company? So I always say that it comes down to, at a high level, three things. It comes down to the three Ps, uh, product, price, and, and people. The product, it has to be, I think a supplier has to have a good quality product for the price, that second P. 
it not only has to be a good product and durable for the application, it's got to be available. Uh, product availability on the supply chain side is critically important. If a customer falls in love with a product and can't get it, nothing is more disappointing and not only poorly reflects on the supplier, but also can poorly reflect on the distributor. Um, so that's, that's ultimately very critical. I mentioned the second P being price. The price has to, to match the quality and the durability of, of the product. Um, so that's a little bit of a no-brainer. And the third, I think, is the X factor, the people. Uh, Edward Don's a national distributor. So when we work with a supplier partner, they've got to be able to support us nationally. Uh, they've got to have enough representation to, if we've got a rep in the Pacific Northwest all the way down to the tip of Florida and everywhere in between, uh, we need to be able to have that, that support and that coverage. Along with that element of it, uh, the people have to, have to be quality themselves. They have to be responsive. It might not always be the response you want, but I'd rather have somebody tell me, hey, here's the bad news, but here's what we're going to do to fix it. Um, so all the elements that come, around, come along with being a good, a good rep, a good sales rep, a good sales manager uh, is what we really look for uh, in our partners. Wow. People really make the difference, don't they? They absolutely do in every aspect of life, not just tabletop. <laughs> Wow, isn't Shannon Talon great? We love just working with her. Just, she's, she's awesome. In this last segment, I want to give you some commentary on things that I observe and uh, things that we've seen going on in the marketplace. And today, I want to talk about an issue that uh, is near and dear to all of us, I hope, and that is an issue of trust. As you may know, we sometimes work with various companies throughout the industry uh, uh, and on building their brands. Whenever we do that, of course, we do it under a confidentiality agreement, and, uh, and we do it usually on a, on a specific project or for a purpose or for a specific length of time. And lately, the one thing that stood out among a number of the companies we've worked with is the issue of trust. Some companies have it, some don't. Either way, the issue of trust is central to the success of your company or your brand. And let me tell you why. At their core, all brands stand for trust. Clear communication, understanding of what that brand is, both formal and informal, of what a brand and its organization stand for is the fundamental foundation of any business relationship on virtually every level. Certainly to have a brand that grows over time, a top priority for building trust, got to lie with customer trust at all levels so that customers who purchase the company's products, they must remain confident in the products, not only the products, but the people that sell them the products and the company that provides those products and that overall brand partnership. A strong initial foundation core of trusting customers is critical to building a solid base from which long-term growth can then take place. That is fundamental to any business, not just the hospitality tabletop business. But customer trust isn't the only trust that companies need to have to build a strong brand. Trust is equally important with the brand's supply chain partners. In our industry, we deal with dealers, distributors, but many companies buy products and then resell them. So vendor partner trust is equally important as well. Once again, clear, concise, and frequent communication, both formal and informal, is really critical to building the long-term relationship. Both the wholesalers and distributors and the company's vendor partners need to have trust in what a company stands for and what it people stand for and what they're saying. And then finally, at the very, very core of successful companies and brands, there must be trust within the organization itself. 
Employees must trust the company and their fellow employees. And that goes for employees trusting their bosses and bosses trusting their employees. So you may ask, why is he saying trust is so critical? Isn't product price, quality, and availability really all that matters? Well, those are really important, that's for sure. I, I, I don't have many conversations where those three issues don't come up. But underlying them all is trust. Trust is a central component for all those attributes and much, much more. Perhaps the biggest area where I believe trust comes into play is the issue of speed. And what does that mean? What does speed have to do with trust? Without trust, customers take longer to decide to buy. And when they do make the decision to buy, it's almost always more weighted on price, which lowers everybody's margins. Without trust, supply chain partners are less inclined to take in inventory, less inclined to provide better service, and less inclined to go that extra mile that true partners do for one another. All results in lost opportunities and higher costs. So there's a lot of economics involved here. And finally, in organizations without trust, employees don't give their all for fear of making a mistake. Bosses waste time over, over scrutinizing a subordinate's behavior when they could all be doing more productive activities for the company. A lack of trust among peers even within an organization leads to less communication and cooperation, most often resulting in turf wars or political battles. In organizations without trust, it ends up being a lose-lose instead of a win-win. We see it all the time. Easy to say, hard to do. But when you do see an organization with high levels of trust, you see organizations that have much more energy and passion. They enjoy better communication amongst themselves at all levels, both formal and informal. Mostly it's informal, I have to say, because they get their message out without writing lots of emails and copying everybody and under the sun and, and so forth. They're also able to recruit better and to retain better talent. They make faster decisions organizations with lots of trust do. They also waste less time. And here's the real deal. They save more money. And finally, most of the people that work in high trusting organizations, they enjoy a better quality of life. So it's no wonder that they don't lose uh, employees. Employees want to stay there. They have less turnover. All, again, adding to the economics of trust. It sounds easy, I realize, but every day we see more and more companies that are starved for trust. So I'd ask you today, how's the trust in your company? You may want to take a look at that. We'll be talking more about trust in the coming weeks, but suffice it to say, trust is a fundamental cornerstone of strong and healthy brands and strong and healthy companies as well. Well, that's it, everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, Tabletop Matters. Tabletop Matters.